Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive-through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. Throw balls far. You want good words? Data languages. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be all, end all, know it all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Man, it's too bad this isn't Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jared's uh, Tucker family beef of the week uh, kind of would have been it. an easy one. Aired some of it. <laughs> I don't know. I no, I can't do that on air. Welcome. I to, got one lined up. I got you? one lined up. Well, let's good. see if it's still a problem in my head. When uh, let's see if it still bugs me tomorrow, tomorrow morning or something else. Let's see if I got get over it by then. Maybe something else would jump in your craw. Is that what you say? Is it craw? Well, yeah, let's well, see how many craw. how many t- and the guys before us alluded to this. Let's see how many times they put LeBron James on the free throw line tonight. That might be a different beef I have. <laughs> but uh, I got one that I've I've had uh I've had in my uh in my memory banks for a little bit, so we'll see what happens between now and then. LeBron. Coming up on the show. We'll <laughs> you talk about it. They'll throw LeBron. a parade in China when he breaks the record. Probably. Maybe it may be, maybe that's why they shot they they shot the balloon over. They were wanting to be where he was when he broke the record, but they got a little early. Yeah, it went a little early with the balloon. Well, All right, <laughs> welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on ninety eight point one FM, the Sports Animal. It is a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Rodney Skinner and Paul Jones Drug down there, eight oh nine North Main. We'll talk about them all show long. Tell you about what they got going on down there at Paul Jones Drug. Coming up on the show, we got some NBA stuff. We didn't really give our uh, didn't talk much about the Kyrie Irving trade yesterday. Uh, Jim did, but we didn't really give our thoughts. We can do that. Um, something to back to na- last week that we never really got to. Now that SGA is an All Star, now that we're nearing the All Star break, trade deadline is. Thursday. Where do you think the the Thunder are headed to finish this season? I think by all accounts, and if you look at the Vegas win total, this team has been better than anybody thought it was going to be so far, as far as the win total and the like. Correct. Now what happens for the rest of the season? With 29 games left, where are the Thunder headed? Where do you think they're headed? Where do you want them to go? With the future of the franchise in mind, they're closer to the bottom than you realize. I think uh, even though they've had some more success than you thought. So that's uh, I think it's an interesting question around there. Speaking of LeBron, how much will it irk you if he breaks the record tonight? 
against Oklahoma City. Talks of Big 12 basketball at the end of the show. And in high school hoops, we've got some tonight. Um, let's hit some of the notes from around the weekend. Uh, there, there were a couple of really big games that happened that I think we can talk about and maybe even get a little insight. I, I was thinking about this, Jared, with the with the bracket contest that we're that we're running. We probably shouldn't make our picks until Friday. Our our eight for our state. eight for states probably shouldn't happen till Friday. Yeah, because Thursday's the deadline. We don't want they. We don't need to tip off our expert picks to the uh, to the common folk out there, right? That's right. <laughs> I would feel bad if we influenced somebody's picks. We are already trying to get some intel knowledge. Yes, somebody was trying to get some intel knowledge from us yesterday. That's correct. And if you listen, and by the way, if you listen tomorrow, you might be able to get it for yourself. That's right. Because programming note, Leedy Bison head coach Lance Carpenter will be on about nine thirty. So we'll. If memory uh, we'll serves me right, the last time he was on, he was in the middle of checking cattle. I think that's right. I think that's exactly right. Is that not just the the awesome like picture you get of a small school successful? basketball coach yeah not only is he just successful in the gym but he's your everyday man just out there checking the cattle checking the cattle i love that i do too i love that so he'll be on tomorrow 9 30 uh, we'll mention the bracket contest tell you how to get involved or coach riddling's ever checked cattle i bet she's had i to. bet she has <laughs> speaking of her any chance you can get her i will i will bug her tonight or brock somebody i'll, I'll bug anybody tonight. put a bug in their ear I mean, she loves to come on with us. It's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, yesterday when my, my shoulder popped. Yeah. That's like I have to twist her arm until it pops <laughs> to get her on the show. <laughs> she really enjoys it. But when she's on, she's good. I know. That's why I don't understand her reluctance. That's our, I mean, it, if you've ever met her little boy, he's a shy guy. Is he? But once you break that barrier, he's such a cool kid. See, I can actually remember her. Gosh, this is years ago now. Uh, when she was still at Sentinel. Yeah. And there was a regional tournament at Burns Flat. And it was the year the Sentinel actually went to the state tournament, I believe. And they end up winning the consolation side of that regional there in Burns Flat. Mm-hmm. Jeremy was with me. It was still ra- this is just radio days. Oh, we're going. Um, we're we're back. Yeah, almost a decade. A few hair, gray hairs ago. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a full head of hair back then. <laughs> and we talked her into coming to after they won. And the the, I mean, there was genuine fear on her face when she put on that headset. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm afraid we're. <laughs> I don't know if she's gonna make it. <laughs> I really kind of felt bad, but she. But once again, once she once she started, she was great. You know, a lot of people have their hangups about coming on the radio. I get it; it's intimidating. I mean, it it takes a special group of people to do what we do. <laughs> but once you get on, it's just like you're having a conversation. Yeah, it's not it's not hard. No, it was great. She, she yeah. was she was really good. So yeah, get that done. Okay, start getting some of these coaches on, talking about their teams. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll explain the bracket contest, uh, as I mentioned right now, everybody out there is just giving Billy a great prize pack. Can't have that happen as much as we enjoy Billy's. 
I mean, we don't need him contributions him, to the show. We don't need to bolster his ego. We don't need that guy walking around going, "Guess what I won." Well, we can have him do it. We just can't I am have him so do it smart. for being the only guy in the contest. Yeah, he will neglect to tell people that part. <laughs> so get on in here. Two two five nine six nine eight is the phone or the text line. Two two five nine six nine eight. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things that I mentioned earlier. Whatever else is on your mind, feel free. All right, high school hoops tonight. Man, I I had that pulled up and then I changed the page. Where are you going to be? Uh, home senior night, last regular season game in the gym, but not the last game at Canute. Uh, but Corn Bible coming to town tonight. So I'm assuming without seeing messages, they're going to do senior activities before, and then uh, everything else gets started on time. Hopefully at 6.30. There's a lot happening. Little dribblers. No, my little James will be a part of the little dribblers. A little halftime show. A little halftime show. Get your senior night stuff going on. Move over, Red Panda. Here come the little dribblers. Look out. Look out. Now, what do they do? Do they, like, play a game or they just do some dribbling well, drills? Well, they go out and if, – if it's like they've done it in the past, I don't know if they've changed it, but if they they go to the middle of the or they go out on the court and they just do the – you know, okay, do a dribble here with the right hand and left hand, then maybe between the legs and, you know, just dribble just like it's – just like it sounds. Little dribblers. Uh, yes, Dakota, that's exactly what we need. State tourney picks for A and B boys and girls. That's so all we need to, right now. We don't need you to fill out a long Nope. We'll, f- we'll fill out brackets once we get to the state tournament. Yeah. Uh, but for right now, that's all you need. State tourney picks for class A and B girls and boys. That is that is all. So, a uh, little dribblers tonight. Canute's hosting Corn Bible Academy. Cheyenne's at Merritt, so the Oilerettes and the Oilers at home uh, for a game against Cheyenne. Eric goes to Arnett. Leedy's at Arapahoe Butler. Hollis heads to Cordell. That's on the Paragon TV network. Elk City's in action tonight. Altus comes to town. Rematch. Do, do me a favor, wave at him for me. Wave at Altus. Altus? Yeah, after the game, wave at him. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll see how it Apparently goes. Apparently, that's a huge basketball rivalry, according to Altus. Well, it was down there a couple of Saturdays ago. <laughs> What did you guys do to make them mad? I, I don't think it was anything that uh, Elk City did in particular. I think it was just the jubilation of winning that tournament for With, the first time in 30 years. Winning their own tournament yes. for the first time. In, yeah. yeah, and there was it was. It just came at the expense of. It was a snake yeah. pit down there, I'm telling you. It was a good Sounded like atmosphere. Because I, I was listening. I was, yeah. I was, it was a West Central week, and I was driving, I mm-hmm. think. I, I was listening, and it sounded loud. It, it was because every, all the student section was a foot from me. It was on you, yeah. And some lady... I don't know what she, her function was, but boy, she was down there on the press row. It's hard to see with her waving her hand in my face there at times. She's waving at you? Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Why? What, I, I'm not what leaving. What did you do? The game's going on. Yeah. I can't go. I got a post game to do. Yeah. <laughs> Should have brought under, her on the air. Don't you? Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> We'd have had to turn off the radio. <laughs> FCC on the internet is fine. Uh, no, yeah, that was, uh, that was an interesting night. And I'm kind of uh, curious as to how that'll go this evening if there will still be that same intensity or if that was just kind of a that night thing no uh, but man altus they got some athletic dudes on their team uh, the girls game i would imagine it'd be way closer than it was that night i think elk city won by 50 uh just, just one, one of those one night of those nights where you had a- altus couldn't make a shot and elk city couldn't miss 
We, yeah, we've all seen those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Coach Turbish and Lady Bulldogs will have a much better account of themselves this evening. Yeah, 71-22 was that score that day. I'm sure it'll be way closer uh, coming up tonight than it was then. Uh, it's going to be – this is uh, – this game and then, man, Friday – not only do the, the high school basketball playoffs for Class A and B get really in swing, but also at Elk City, a cool, cool thing going to happen. Newcastle is in town for senior night, so you get a chance to watch one of the best sophomores in the state in Carl Sean Young uh, from, from Newcastle. I think he transferred from Putnam City, maybe? One of the Putnam Cities. I think it was Peace. PC North, PC. I, I can't remember which one it was. Anyhow, he's at uh, Newcastle. He's fantastic. Um, he's a left-handed guy, athletic. He can really play. And so uh, you get a chance to see him. But then also, 50-year anniversary of the 1973 Elkett State Tournament team. So they're going to have a reunion. The state champions from 1973 are going to be honored uh, there on Friday night as well. So that's going to be really cool. That's cool. A cool thing that's going on there. Do you know anybody Friday on that night. team? Uh, yes, uh, one Sandra McClure was on that team. Oh, and I'm sure there's more. Maybe Faye Dickerson. Feel like that was Keith's mom, Keith's aunt. Oh, that'd be cool. Feel like she was on that team. I'm sure there's somebody about to start firing in texts oh, yeah. of everybody that was on that you team. You forgot about her. So it's going to be a, a really cool night, uh, no doubt about it, on Friday. Over the weekend, there were a couple of notable games. We kind of hit them yesterday just in passing, uh, but I want to talk a little bit more about maybe – well, here we go. There it is, right? Yeah, here you we go. You got it. Here Asking you shall receive. Give credit. Yeah, Betty Hurd. I was going to say – You better give credit. I was going to say that name, but I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah, Betty Peffer at the time. Betty Hurd now. I thought she was on that team. It's an amazing how you hear names, and you're going back 50 years, and there's still those names around today. You know what I mean? Like in the area, or well, you yeah. go in the towns, and like I found a book. We were cleaning my my uh, mother-in-law's barn, and I found a, a history of Canute book that was from the start of the town all the way till about 2002 or three or something like that. I mean, since the very first page, you start seeing names that are still around in that small little community. Isn't that just fascinating? It's fascinating to me. You go up the Leedy, Calc, right? Yeah. Right here, you mentioned, you said McClure, Peffer. It's awesome. I love that. Random thought, sorry. No, it's <laughs> just uh, a random thought. It's, it's the truth, though. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. It is the truth. All right, so this weekend, two notable games. That were played around the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, Rhonda Twyman. There's another one. There's another one. See, here we go. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew we could have. Hello, Joe. He got some Chick-fil-A last night. You Did know you, I, you, you know how I know that? Because I got some Chick-fil-A uh, last night. Did you night. see him? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I got the text from my mother. She got it as well. All right. It was a hot Did you have place. to stay in line? It yes, was not a long way. Mom said there wasn't a line at all. They just went right up, got their food, and went home. It was pretty good. Good food, too. We are getting way off track, sorry. I saw Joe and I immediately thought of chicken. <laughs> it was good food. Over there at the Arrowhead Center, there's a lot of people there at the basketball games yesterday. Yeah, I, I heard some interesting stats 
from the uh, commission meeting last night about the Arrowhead and oh, I bet it's raking it in. And well, I didn't hear money stats, but oh. just as far as uh, around six hundred memberships. Memberships. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that number's going up. Um, just based on I walked in there on a Sunday afternoon during men's league. They, wow. Uh, yeah, wow. they said there was somewhere between five and six hundred people there. Wow. On a Sunday. I'm like, yeah, that's wow. pretty sweet. Man, the smell of Ben Gay was everywhere. <laughs> Man, it's and not. It's, and icy hot. <laughs> listen, I know we, we were joking around before that first week. We're joking because we can't do that. About <laughs> injuries. Man, I, like two people shredded their Achilles. Oh, I know a, no. a guy from Sayre oh. lives up the street from us. He was one of, he was one of the younger ones oh. that, uh, that had an Achilles injury. I know there was a, a separated finger, like a. Not even a dislocation, like a pull away from the joint or something. Almost a broken finger. We're not trying to scare people away from this. No, we this are. This is why we have hey, a wellness center to get. 40-year-old people don't need to be out there <laughs> running up and down the floor thinking they're 20. Well, there was about 600 of them. It was, it was a sight Yeah, but they weren't see. all playing. No, nah, but the place was packed. Yeah, that's good. No, It, it's, was, it was really cool. It was really cool. <laughs> uh, Sam with the text of the day. <laughs> in that case no <laughs> move on dude hey, <laughs> move on jared i got chick-fil-a this morning <laughs> oh, no no i'm kidding oh. i'm kidding um let's see anyhow back to the notable things that happened over the weekend on the basketball floor two things that caught my eye one obviously an 80 game home winning streak being snapped crazy first all is first off it's just incredible that that was the case that there was a thing an 80 game home win streak. yes that's incredible uh but and then uh, but weatherford went into kingfisher snapping that 80 game home winning streak uh that that the the yellow jackets has had dating back to like december of 2016 uh 51 47 you know what's incredible we were uh, on saturday kind of Kicking around with uh, Coach Ham and Coach Taylor and I before the the game at Sayre on Saturday afternoon, talking about you know thousand point scores. Who did we think might be the first one? You know this right. and that. I heard this morning driving over uh, C.J. Nixon from Weatherford, who had a huge three in that game down the stretch. Sophomore, sophomore, he's three away from already. A thousand points. He's three away from a thousand points that already. That is insane. Uh, but I think that's an interesting win. Is it insane he's going to go? He's committed to play football. Yeah, I think we'll see. I think we'll see what happens. Nothing against his football uh, ability. I'm just saying it looks like he could play at a really high level in basketball. He might be able to play at a really high level at both at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you. OU needs him. It's, uh, but on the basketball court. For Weatherford to win that game, I I heard Mark talking about that game yesterday. And here's a question I have. And I went to look at the rankings, and for some reason, Foray is not on there. Uh, but I can try to do it off the top of my head. If I gave you two, I'm going to give you two choices in 4A. Okay. Boys and girls. I'll give you the field, or I'll give you the Western Conference. Easy. Who do you take? Western Conference. In both. Who's the top of the team in girls? Is it Tuttle or Bethany? I think it's actually Lincoln Christian is number one. Well, I'll then, take the odds then. Then Tuttle, the- then Tuttle Bethany, uh, Weatherford, Kingfisher, Darko are all in the top I'll eight. I'll take the odds. I'll, I'll, the, the odds favor Western Conference. 
I would of agree. One the, of those teams to take down just a, a Lincoln Christian team. I think that's right. And the girls, boys, it's a lot harder choice. Is Harris the, Hall still a factor? No, but Crossings, Douglas, OCS. Oh, Did you see that highlight on Douglas? I mean, you, you're going to get Weatherford, you're going to get Kingfisher, you're going to get uh, Newcastle, Tuttle, Darko, Bethany, Blanchard. There might be one more that's in the top 20. So you get, you know, you you get half of the top twenty almost. Mm-hmm. But on the boys' side, I think it's a little bit tougher to to agree to that because of crossings, who has beat Kingfisher on a last second shot up at the Tournament of Champions, and then also Douglas. See, Douglas and uh, and Newcastle played a whale of a game. I think if I remember right, Douglas ended up winning that game in overtime. In the finals of a the tur- of whatever tournament they were playing in a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Now you mention it like that, the, uh, it's yeah, easier for me to pick the, pick the Western Conference and four A girls, one of those teams. That that makes it a little harder to pick any team, but they're very capable. Oh sure. I mean Kingfisher very still very capable. Weatherford obviously very capable. And depending on the matchups on that Saturday, me and you might have to make a trip back to the big house that next Saturday. Could be some good ones, man. Just to watch the 4A finals. It could be some really good ones. Yeah. The other yeah. Uh, notable thing that happened was ceiling. Gosh. Now, we heard yesterday it was a two-point game at halftime at ceiling. If that's the case, then they outscored Lomega by 27 in the second half to pull away and win 69-41. Uh, to 41. You look at the Wildcats' schedule, they've played everybody. You know, clearly haven't shied away from anyone. Their lone loss was to 6A number one and defending state champion Edmund North. And that was a game that was pretty decently tight down the stretch until foul trouble. You know, obviously you'd think that Edmund North would be a deeper team than what Sealing would be able to put out there, and foul trouble obviously hurt the Lady Wildcats there at the end, but still. Uh, you know, twenty winning by 21 against Class B number one, winning by – 28 against Class B number two. Riverside, which is Class A number four, beat them by 30. Hmm. We've been wondering if it's Ceiling, Caddo, and everybody else. Should we start wondering if it's just Ceiling and everybody else? Yeah. Caddo lost by 22 to Van Oss over the weekend, which is number three in Class A, so maybe Van Oss is the team. You know, it's Missed just, that. Missed that. That's I catch, two, I catch that. Two straight for Caddo uh, before last night's or before yeah I guess last night's win, uh, but they would reeled off the first twenty one or twenty in a row, then lost twice uh, once to Tushka, once to Van Oss, and now I, I don't know. Do you, I, think, I, do you I, think once once these are released and ranking or the, these being the brackets are released, rankings are 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 locked in at that point? Do you think there's ever I haven't seen it. I'm not suggesting this is what Caddo's done. I'm just asking the question. Do you think they go, okay, we're gonna, let's rest some kids? I don't know if it's resting as much, but I do think it's hard. Or they go, okay, this writing's on the wall. We're done. Get her out. Get them out. I just think mentally, for you know, it's it's such a it's such a grind after Christmas mm-hmm. for for the entire month of January, and and you've got that in your in your mind. Obviously, if you're one of the better teams in the state, and, you, and you, you're looking at the rankings, you're trying to make sure you stay. At a certain level in the rankings, a uh, top four is even better than top eight because then you get, 
you know, even more preferred destinations and this and that. I just think it's hard to mentally keep that edge. And I also think, and you, I think you, if you look at the, the schedules, you start to see this. I also think that there's some games scheduled after that second week of tournaments in January that you don't want to schedule before because it's locked in. Then you go, okay, let's challenge ourselves. Let's, if, we, if we don't get what we wanted in the tournaments, you know, sometimes it looks like there's going to be this juicy matchup. Somebody gets upset, and then you, you don't get to see what you want to see. Mm-hmm. It worked out really well for the teams around here this year. You, you, when you looked at the five county, you wanted to see Merritt, Canute, Hammond kind of play each other. Guess what? You got it. In the bi-county, you kind of wanted to see you know the same thing. You want to see those teams intermingle. The only thing that we missed was ceiling because they played in the Bertha Frank or in the uh, Mustang Holiday Tournament. You didn't get to see them in merit, let's say, in the, in the finals. Right. But you got to see uh, Lomega play Hammond. You got to see Merritt play, you know, in, in, those, in the way that those mixed up. You got to see um, Arapahoe and Canute again in, in the West Central with Thomas in there, too. You know, so – but I, but I also think that the, you're able to, because of the the nature of it, you're able to really challenge yourselves afterwards. Because at that point, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, you, you want to win, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end of that day. Yeah. So. I love that. I love the scheduling. I do, too. And, you know, and it, 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 I, we, we always see – I think we always see teams – that have a shiny record and then you look up and you're looking at like the the updated brackets on the ossaa and you're like man where did that team go it's it's just area week and and you find out oh they had a shiny record because they didn't really play anybody you know what i mean and and then you get into the heat of the battle which is why i think the i think you see in the playoffs year after year after year these teams out west succeed because they play each other it's just natural rival you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. you're always challenging there's always two or three boys and girls teams at least in really kind of in the five county as much as anything where you're playing those games and you're playing in a tournament at least one probably with each obviously the the county the the conference tournament but even outside of that one it feels like you kind of see each other again so there's there are chances for canute and arapaho to play three times or Hammond and Hammond and Merritt to play three times, you know, and mm-hmm. and really that I think that works uh, to the advantage of these teams coming up uh, once we get Which into is the tournament. Kind of the the root of our sadness of the five county conference bit, tournament yeah. going away, uh, because we were always treated to those awesome matchups with those teams that you just mentioned. Now I hope that they're finding a way to still have some kind of a tournament I, without. You know, we'd ask Lance tomorrow if he's willing to tell us, <laughs> but hearing the rumors of maybe a tournament up in Leedy, but with a lot of those teams. Um, but that's what's, you know, that's why I mean, we always beat our chest and boast about how lucky we are to have the small, the quality of small school basketball out here this side of 35. I mean, shoot, this side of 183. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. And we can't say enough is uh, – you should be out there watching these games because more often than not, and there's some years where it's off, but some most years you're going to get two or three of these teams out here playing late in the state tournament. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's uh, awesome. Speaking of the state tournament, we've got our uh, Tucker Family Beef 8 for State contest kicked off. Tipped off, I guess I should say. There you go. And so here's how it works. 
submit your eight state tournament teams for the Class A and B boys and Class A and B girls. That's all you got to do. 32 total teams. Just get those submitted by Thursday at noon. You can either text our text line at uh, 580-225-9698 or you can text me. You can text Jared if you have our numbers. Yeah. You can you can do a lot of those things. Uh, you can you, We've got a Skinny on Sports uh, Facebook page that has a post detailing this stuff. You can write your teams in the comments section there. Just get us that information. That way we can enter you into the contest because you're going to want to win what the prize is at the end of this at the end of this rainbow the, the it's not a pot of gold it's a pot of beef and it's a pot of locally grown prime beef it's more valuable than gold to some man it's way more delicious i can <laughs> promise you that uh tucker family beef monty i actually saw have you seen i was at the game on on facebook has been finding some old some older uh stats some, yeah i've seen some of that our man monty tucker was on this last one 1993 class b a rebound or a free uh, uh, field goal percentage. He was like oh. number six in the state. Awesome on that list, and a bunch of those Sweetwater guys were, were littered through those lists. What uh, year was that? Nineteen ninety three. Ninety three. Cool. Yeah. So that, that's that's kind of a cool thing to yeah. you, you see some names from some blasts from the past. Uh, but get involved, get signed up. Either text us on on the text line here two two five nine six nine eight. Facebook, what comment section? You're eight for state, class A and class B, boys and girls. That's all you have to do right now. Then once we get moving along, get to the state tournament, we'll have another thing that you got to do at that point to fill out those brackets. It's just it's easier on everybody if we don't fill out every single playoff bracket to start from district. We'll wait till we get to state tournament. But get your eight for state in, class A and class B girls and boys, and get involved because it's going to be a fun contest and it's going to be a tasty tasty prize take it from me if you know what i look like you can understand i like great food and the only thing that goes in my freezer is tucker family beef so get involved dakota just did boom i knew dakota would dakota plays boom the thing about dakota he always plays this game with us even if there's not an awesome prize at the end yeah and sometimes he beats us well sometimes and the good news is, we're not playing, so everybody's got a chance. Yep. We'll play along. We just won't. We'll play along. We'll we just don't count. We won't count. All right, we'll be back. It's a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Tell you all about them next. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medications safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive-through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. But is having this minor skill worth being so unattractive? That's for the fan to decide. Yay! Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. It is a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday get the information here go for it paul jones drug care you can trust 809 north main in elk city they are the oldest compounding pharmacy 
in Elk City, the most experienced with compounding. Free local delivery. You can drive through and pick up your stuff. Curbside testing and vaccinations. Also got some long-term care unit packaging. Blister packs is what they call those. And for all the all your needs there, your drugstore needs, Paul Jones Drug is the place. 809 North Main right here in Elk City. 225-2121. So you call down there and get a hold of Rodney and the gang at Paul Jones Drug. A couple of uh, notes on the text line. We were talking about the old man basketball league and injuries just right here in Elk City. A good point on uh, the text it to me. It just shows you how amazing Tom Brady's run at 45 years old <laughs> <laughs> that he can do that at that level uh, when a bunch of regular people can't even uh, be able to stay healthy in a, in a basketball game on a Sunday after church. That's, that's very true. And then, uh, you know, once again, this is something that you have harped on repeatedly, uh, talking about the Pioneer Center. Uh, what a great place for a spot to, you know, to uh, have have one of those tournaments to replace the five county. Man strike now right i mean with the five county going away you got the pioneer center that is central to all these teams we're talking about that have that have participated in that tournament well you know the i think we had the, the by county was there until covid right yeah and then that's, oh, the gym is perfect the facilities are perfect for it perfect it'd, for it it'd be cool to have like a like a mini tournament of champions type thing in small schools yeah Oh, that would be cool. Like state tournament teams from the year. But, but the problem is you don't know if it's the same team coming back. But anyway, still, yeah, it'd be neat. No doubt about Sometimes it. Sometimes that doesn't matter, Aaron. Sometimes it doesn't matter if it's the same team coming back. It just, I mean, what do we see every year? What's one we see? A lot of the same teams. A lot of the, the same, same teams no in the state who, tournament. That's right. Because it's a successful program. It's not because of a successful couple of players that just graduated. But there's no doubt about that. You know. So sometimes that doesn't matter. That's why these eight for states will all look a lot alike. Exactly. You can hear a lot of of familiar names. Yeah, and guess what? They will next year, too. Yep. Yep. Get involved. Eight for state, Texas. Like, nobody's worried about LaMega right now. (laughs) Are we worried about LaMega not making state? Okay, here's a great. Just because they got beat by ceiling? Here's a great question. How many... How many teams will be on everybody's picks? I mean, common teams? Yes. So let's say there's 50 people that get involved. How many How many teams will be on all 50 lists? Well, there's definitely going to be one. Ceiling? Yes. And if someone leaves them off, sorry about your luck, but you're not winning um, or you're gonna miss a point. You're gonna well. You'd think. Um, that's a great question. Like, who are those guaranteed that you? I would say, you know, if we do an over under, about three. I'm I'm trying to formulate my over under right now. Three and a half, three. <laughs> Sam's got twenty top five in each class. Playing the odds there. It's probably going to be more than you think. I mean, I think at the at the very least, the number one teams we'll in each class there. will all be there. Yeah. I think Class B girls number two is going to be on everybody's list. Careful, Fat Jack. You're giving away some. I'm just saying. Careful, bud. When you see Lomega, you automatically – I mean, your hand – even if you don't want to pick Lomega, your hand writes down Lomega no matter what. Yep. 
Which tournament? Which tournament are you most looking forward to? Like, not only just the state tournament, but also like the one that you. you I don't know the one that you're most confused by. That I don't know if that's the right Class way to say that. A boys. Just because you haven't seen a bunch of the teams that are ranked high, or that, and just looking at their rankings, which I have right in front of me, the number one rankings are so spread out. You know, a lot of teams received number one rankings. Oh, oh, I see. First place votes. Is what you're saying? And when you say Class A girls, who's the best team? Sailing. You say Class B boys, who's the best? You don't even have to watch them all season long, and you immediately say Fort Cobb. Who do you say to Class A boys? Who immediately goes to the top of your list? You know what? You know who I'd say? Who? Just over the last few years, and they're not even in the top 20. I'd probably go Garber. Right? They're not even top 20. So, to me, that tells me Class A boys, it feels a little bit more wide open. Does what happened last year even contribute more to you thinking that? In that the state champion was an unranked team in Tushka? It's only happened like three times in the history of high school yeah. basketball in Oklahoma. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I can see team a team like I can see Laverne making a run. I could see a ceiling boys making a run. Caddo's the number one team. I I've I've seen them a couple years ago. And they're always athletic. So I that's why I go there. Surreal boys, maybe. Well, Arapaho. Arapaho boys. I mean this list goes I mean, go down the list and there's all these teams I could see if they get hot, can make a run. Texoma. What do we know about Texoma? Nothing. Do you think Cattle knows anything about Texoma? What if they get matched up with Texoma in the first round? They will by then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think Class A boys state tournament could be really... It's the most up in the air. Yeah. It usually means you go into it thinking both teams, you know, go, you go in that first round and go, all these teams can win. See, I kind of think the I think both boys tournaments are going to be like that. Okay, why? I just think that they're going to be like. I mean, you look at Roth at twenty and five. You're thinking, golly, how are they number two? Well, three of those losses came in the tournament of champions to huge schools: Memorial, Bartlesville, and Union. Five A or six A against Class B. Yeah, that's that's a tough road to hoe. Look at the other games, though. You know, losing to Van Oss, which is what? What are they ranked in Class A? Number three. Three. Uh, twice, actually. And they lost to them close games. And you know what You know what hasn't happened to Roth all season? Same thing that hasn't happened to Pittsburgh on the girls' side. Thing, same thing that hasn't happened to Hammond on the girls' side. They haven't lost, they to, haven't a lost to a Class B team. And Roth's been in the finals the last two years. And heartbreaking losses both years. I wish... Our game at Calumet, Fort Cobb. Stringtown. Yeah. I mean, there, there's. A, I wish I was able to see Fort Cobb with my own eyes. I've seen them. They're good. They're they're they're. See, a, I've seen Calumet. Mm-hmm. When they they can light it up. Yeah, Fort Cobb is. They're they're exactly what you expect. Uh, Cray Rogers is fantastic uh, as the point guard, and they play. You know, they're athletic with the uh, with Willets, uh, but two Willets is out there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're and, and they do exactly what Scott Hines teams do. They they execute. They play well. You know that's they're good. They're good. Uh, they took Newcastle, which is number what five in Class Four A, right down to the wire in the finals of that Hinton tournament earlier this season that, that uh, Elk City girls won. Well, we watched the first half of that game, and it was it was close. Now, in Newcastle's defense, they did not have Carl Sean Young that night, who was one of the best players in the state. 
but still, Class B versus Class 4A, and Fort Cobb by no means looked like they were they were out athletic. But there's some other teams, man. I, I don't think you got to see them last year, Stringtown, because they got beat in the first round by Roth. That was a good team, and it, and it seemed like they had a bunch of those guys back uh, coming up this year. Duke is always good. You've seen I've Duke. I've seen Duke. Yes. No, Leedy. Leedy's always good. Kind uh, there's of a, a huge question mark surrounding that team. Right. You know what about Puff? Right. And and the the difference between the Bison with him and without him is I think you can put them in the contender well, category just, with him just, and just go to Saturday night. Yeah. Lose to the Vice side by one. By one. With a chance to win at the end. Yeah, it took two shots at the end to win it. Dark horse teams. Look at Sentinel. Sentinel, man. Look at Sentinel. They Mm -hmm. took that Calumet team I spoke highly of to overtime at the West Central final. Mm Mm-hmm. You know who else is pretty good? Who's that? Granite. Granite's pretty good. Yeah. My coach Billy Haley at Visai, he's a good coach. And they might have turned that corner. I saw them early in the year in a loss to Canute. They might have turned that corner after winning the – their conference tournament on Saturday. Yeah, I can see. I can see where Class B boys could be. Yeah, I think it's pretty open. Yeah, um, I think both boys tournaments are pretty open. And then we'll get there, and you know, like last year, it felt like the same thing. You see one game, and you go, "Oh, that team's it." And then the next day, it's like, "Oh, what happened to that team?" Maybe not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yep. just. Uh, and then there was poor little Tushka. Winning the thing, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like wow. So I, but you're right. I think, I mean, Fort Cobb. I think Fort Cobb, Roth, Calumet, Stringtown. I don't know. Who knows? The boys do feel a lot more open than the girls on the girls' side. Ceiling and whoever else, and then I think it's a lot. You know, three in Class B, which most people would pick. The some, top three between Ham and Lomega and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I think some, you know, that would be probably what uh, most people would favor there. You know, Pittsburgh had those four losses, but uh, you know, two of them came in at the birth of Frank Teague against big schools. One to Caddo, and then they haven't lost since. They just reeled off, I don't know, twelve or thirteen in a row. I think it's going to be fun. I do too. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to compare Billy and Dakota's choices. See if they have the same teams or not. All right. What else you got? Anything else for high school hoops? We managed to take up the whole hour talking high school hoops. We'll have a lot of it covered. I know that. We'll have a lot of it covered. We'll have uh, Coach Carpenter from uh, the Leading yeah. Bison tomorrow at 930. Talk, talk to him. See if he'll answer the question everybody's asking us before they turn their. I think that's what the holdup brackets. They might be waiting for for Lance tomorrow, and then they'll fill in their brackets. But it's Coach Carpenter Leedy, man. It always is that. It's always that. We'll be back to wrap up a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports.
Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal, wrapping it up here on a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. We talk about this each and every week, but the, one of the coolest things that Paul Jones Drug does, convenience packaging. What does that mean, Jared? Well, it's in the name, Aaron. It's convenient. It is where they put all your pills that you take on a daily basis in one pre-sealed package, and you just wake up, Look at your calendar and go, it is Tuesday, rip it open, good to go. You don't have to sit there and fill up your pill, what they call pill caddies. Yes. You don't have to sit and then worry about making the putting the wrong pill on the wrong date. They do all that for you. Again, convenient. 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 That's the key there. It's convenient. That's right. Convenience packaging, durable medical equipment. Which is walkers, canes, crutches. I got all that. Most insurances are accepted. And then it's not just the medical part of things. Gifts and greeting cards. I got a couple of really cool gifts for Christmas down there at Paul Jones Drug. Hey, what about Valentine's Day? You think they got? Some I cards? bet you they've got all kinds of cool stuff for Valentine's maybe, Day. Maybe some some uh, chocolates. We probably ought to start reminding Candies. the dudes. That's a week from today. I'm just saying it out loud, so I remind myself. A week from today. Valentine's Don't Day. Don't go on Valentine's Day to get your gifts, guys. That never ends well. You think it does. But it doesn't. It does not. They remember that stuff. Go down there right now. <laughs> go now. 809 <laughs> North Main, Paul Jones Drug. Right here in Elk City. How, On a scale of 1 to 10, how disappointed would you be if LeBron James breaks the all-time scoring record tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Ten being the most? Ten being the most. It'd be like a one. So you wouldn't be upset at all? You don't care? Okay, let's go back to the history of sports and when records are broke. Okay. You know where I'm going, don't you? Go ahead. I'm not okay, sure. we can all remember the team Mark McGuire was playing against when he hit that home run. Dream. Cubs, it was because it was Sammy Sosa was there. It it was storybook. We Steve re- Traxel, we remember that. Yeah, the the pitcher was Steve Traxel, wasn't there, it? There you go. How about Hank Aaron? Who was he playing against? The Dodgers, wasn't it? I don't know. Pretty sure. Al Downing was the pitcher. Come I'm on, man! <laughs> Come on! Please say, please, please tell me the, the shot heard around the world, because I know that one too. Bobby Thompson, the Giants won the pennant against the Dodgers, and Ralph well, Branca. Well, that was uh, to win a, win a pennant, like personal records, though. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm looking at. I, don't, see, I have no idea who Bonds hit, hit that home run off of, because it's not the record. It, thank you, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, no one's going, LeBron James broke the record against Oklahoma City. No one's, they're not. Say he broke the record on this date. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I think people do know that. Okay. Do you think it's a stain on the franchise because small market little guy? I think it's. I'd rather it happen against the Bucks, and it makes more sense to happen against the Bucks. You know why? Two reasons. One, what's he got to score? Thirty-six tonight. Yeah. In order to break the record. Well, guess what? Unless he just goes crazy like Clay Thompson did last night against the Thunder. That's that won't happen until like when the game would be tight at the end. 
And the last thing you want to do with two minutes left in a close game, he gets a bucket, and then you got to stop for 15 minutes to celebrate. And then try to finish the game. Yeah. You don't want that. No. And number two, you know who they play next? They being the Lakers? Yes. Is it the Bucks? It is the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. What about the symbolism there? Because you know who started as a Buck way back in the day? Who? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, oh wow. Okay. So the Kareem, both teams, you know, the, the, the Bucks and the now, Lakers and – that would be. Ask me do what, you think he's gonna? How many? How many sky hooks do you think he's gonna attempt to break the record with before it actually happens? Yeah, what? Well, plenty. The, how many times? Ask me how annoyed I'll be. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's gonna be annoying to watch him. And again, give credit to the morning animals for saying this. Watch him intentionally miss free throws because he doesn't want to break the record from the free throw line. But he will get to the free throw line a ton tonight because he's LeBron friggin' James. <laughs> well, and here's the problem. And, and the, and the, the Thunder have nobody to guard him. No, and the bucket he's going to um, break the record on, he's going to know it's coming. It's going to be some breakaway. It's going to be some 360 windmill dunk, whatever, and it's going to be on a poster, and everyone's going to go crazy, put it on a T-shirt. And the last thing you want is a Thunder T-shirt, a Thunder jersey yeah, to be on that T-shirt. Deal. If any Thunder player is listening, if that's coming, Break just – Break his leg. Just, oh, no. no, no, no. Just run the opposite way. Get out of the view of a camera. Like, don't even – we don't want to see any blue in the background. It's totally going to be a sky hook. You guys are nuts. I mean, he's been practicing the sky hook. I think it's, it's totally going to be a skyhook. A, a LeBron James dunk. And it's going to be like perfect he's gonna, LeBron. He's going to fake cry with his receding hairline glowing in the spotlight. You think he'll jump around like he did at Boston after he does it? Probably. Whining? Probably. Nobody thinks I'm a scorer. Yeah. He'll grandstand about something. Nobody thinks I'm the best scorer of all time, even though I got the most points. Then a giant balloon from China will float over and just drop a bag of money on him. Or, I'm sorry, a bag of, what is the currency in China? Yen? The yen. Or is that Japan? I don't know. I think that's Japan. Point is, I just don't care. Do you not care? It's LeBron. It feels someone else. Clearly, I don't like LeBron James. You and a whole bunch of other people. I just don't like. Including for, me. For his off-the-court stuff, what he stands for, what he doesn't stand for. His hypocrisy. You think he's going to do it tonight? No. 36 is a lot for an old man. Yeah, he's been putting up 40 a bunch of times here lately. I don't think he's going to do it. You know why? I don't think he think I th this is how crazy this guy is. I don't think he believes the Thunder are a worthy enough Again, another reason historical I, marker. Yeah. Another reason versus I like the what guy. the buck and and yeah. the the Kareem thing with the Bucks, I, I really because here's the thing. I think has there ever been a more orchestrated career than LeBron James? Right. I mean, I'm talking about clear back to when he's in high school. He's sitting on the throne as the king and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, just seems like this is it's almost like we're we're in the middle. What's that? Uh, Pleasantville. Yeah, was that that movie where it was all kind? Of, no, it wasn't Pleasantville. It was uh, what was the movie where it was all kind of. Like, oh, um, yeah, Truman, the Truman, Truman show, show. Truman yeah, the Truman what? show, yeah, yeah, almost feels like his whole career has been there. Everyone just, yeah, it's all script, it's all just written for him. That's right, well, yeah, and I don't think the Thunder fit into the script. <laughs>
I hope the good. I hope I hope into the script. I hope they don't either. I I don't want to see it against them. But if it happens, it happens. Man, Clay Thompson was went nuts last night. Twelve yeah. of sixteen from three. Yeah. Anything else? Kind of on your mind? Well, let's talk about the Thunder tomorrow. What we think is going to happen. I know we kind of teased yeah. that earlier. We yeah, no, we should never get to we it. We can get to that little teaser for tomorrow. What and you think is um, going to happen, what you want to happen for the rest yeah, of the season. Because here's I the thing. some more time to think about it. Yeah, that. think about it. Go look at those standings. It surprised me when I looked up the, like the full league standings. Mm-hmm. I, I, would, I had almost kind of resigned myself to thinking, golly, the best they can do is like 10th or 11th. That ain't true. Not even close. They can still get to where the chances at, at really getting some lottery luck are pretty realistic without, you know, losing like 24 of 25 like they've done in the past. They don't even have to be that bad to still drop themselves down to where all of a sudden the, the, the lottery luck is a lot more possible than really what you think. I mean, they don't have to do a ton to get to like fifth or sixth worst record in the league. Matter of fact, win-wise, they're one away from that. Loss-wise, they're a couple more than that. But they're they're way more in that zone than what you would think because of the excitement of playoff or play-in and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So mission mission one is accomplished. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is an all-star. I think it's time to switch to mission two, and that is future. And the easiest way to build that future in Oklahoma City is what, Jared? Losing. And great draft picks. And great, you know, that gets you to great draft picks is losing. That's right. I wonder if it's going to be hand. telling if uh, between now and was it Thursday, mm-hmm. if uh, the Thunder make any moves, send yeah. anybody away. I can't imagine you outside know, of, say, any, Baz- is like Baisley. Is there any value in Baisley? I mean, Probably it doesn't not. help you lose. I mean, he's not helping you win either. No. But, I tell, you know what you the, know, be- the biggest thing that would help the Thunder in the losing? Just, re- just shutting down players? Or? Other than that. Getting somebody back. Where's Poku when you need him? Oh, yeah. You need about 35 minutes of Poku. Jang is back, which helps with losing. Poku coming back would help even more with losing. Here's an idea. What would help you put keep people in seats but maybe lose? Uh, get uh, Andre back on the team. I, I, you people know would love to come watch him play again for the Thunder, but he's, he's not going to help you win. He's with the blue. I would not be shocked to see Andre Robertson at some point down the stretch. Why not? Makes for a good story. And People I mean, would love to go out there and root him on. and It's a feel-good story, but is it going to help you win a lot of games? No. Probably not. And listen, Dre, green light, brother. Green light from beyond the arc. Fired yeah, up. Go, go nuts. I think that is kind of a cool story. But the story. Thunder way would be he would go nuts. He would yeah. <laughs> He would be awesome. He'd be fourth or seventh with the win or a loss, and Dre knocks in eight threes. Oops. All right, everybody, have a great Paul Jones, Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Coach Carpenter on the show. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye. 
Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust.